Founded in 753 BC, Rome's history stretches back millennia. Today, its culture, past and present, continues to capture the world's imagination. I'm Angela Mariani, and this hour on Harmonia, we're off on a mini early music tour of Rome. We'll visit a couple sites in Vatican City and hear music by Palestrina and Festa before hitting the streets to sample some Roman carnival music. Later in the hour, we'll sidetrack over to Spain for a visit to the Shrine of Santiago, then head back to Rome with a featured release by the ensemble The Cardinal's Music. Let's take a quick look back in time on our Harmonia time capsule. Rome, 1652. John Lorenzo Bernini, one of the leading figures in Roman Baroque architecture, put the finishing touches on his sculpture, The Ecstasy of St. Teresa. The sculpture was commissioned by Cardinal Federico Cornaro for his burial chapel, located at Santa Maria della Vittoria, a minor basilica located in Rome. The Ecstasy of St. Teresa is a sensuous depiction of the Spanish mystic and Carmelite nun St. Teresa of Avila and her painful and euphoric encounter with an angel whose arrow pierced her heart, a phenomenon known as transverberation. St. Teresa described her experience in graphic detail, saying that the experience left her in excessive pain but, quote, on fire with a great love of God. Also in 1652, Gregorio Allegri, composer and singer for the Sistine Chapel, died. Despite the fact that he left behind volumes of vocal concerti, masses, motets, instrumental music, and two settings of the Lamentations of Jeremiah, he's most remembered for his Miserere, a setting of Psalm 51 sung annually during the Sistine Chapel's celebration of Holy Week. This has been a glimpse back in time to the year 1652. I'm Angela Mariani. You can find out more about the people, events, and music from this era online in our blog section, along with early music t-shirts, totes, and books in our gift store. Find it all at harmoniaearlymusic.org.
This hour on Harmonia, we're off on a whirlwind musical tour of Rome. First stop, Vatican City. St. Peter's Basilica is one of Europe's most frequented pilgrimage sites, where St. Peter is traditionally believed to be buried beneath the altar. Over the centuries, the St. Peter's Basilica Choir, Capella Giulia, has employed many illustrious choir masters, one of the most well-known being Giovanni Pierluigi da Palestrina. We'll hear some of his work in just a moment, but first, look up and you'll see Michelangelo's famous painting, The Creation of Adam, on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. One of the Sistine Chapel's most talented musicians, Renaissance composer Costanzo Festa, sang in the chapel's choir for almost thirty years.
The Sanctus from Palestrina's Hexachord Mass, sung by the Cambridge Singers, directed by John Rutter. Before that, we heard Cantica Sinfonia, directed by Giuseppe Maletto, performing Costanzo Festa's motets Sancta Maria Succurre Miseris and Ave Regina Celorum. A century later, Baroque music in Rome also benefited from the presence of internationally acclaimed musicians. Alessandro Scarlatti traveled from Naples to Florence to Rome, where he was appointed to the Basilica di Santa Maria Maggiore in 1703. We'll hear a Sinfonia by Scarlatti and a Toccata and Bergamasca by keyboard virtuoso Bernardo Pasquini, who traveled from Siena to Rome and delighted audiences at the House of Borghese. Thank you. 
Cologne Chamber Orchestra, directed by Helmut Müller-Brühl, performed the Sinfonia from Alessandro Scarlatti's cantata O di Bethlehem. Following that, Imer Buckley performed Pasquini's Toccata Terza and Bergamasca. Hundreds of archived episodes, playlists, and podcasts can be found online at harmoniaearlymusic.org. been taking a musical tour of Rome on this edition of Harmonia. Now let's sidetrack over to Spain. One of the big news stories of the summer of 2011 was the theft of the priceless medieval manuscript known as the Codex Calixtinus, which was stolen from its vault at the Cathedral of Santiago de Compostela, the destination point of one of the most famous Christian pilgrimage routes. The Codex Calixtinus contained a liturgy for St. James, miracle stories, music, and one of the earliest known travel guides. Since we're marking Harmonia's 20th anniversary this season, we thought we would look into our own vault and find an excerpt from a program in 2001 featuring medieval music contained in this famous medieval manuscript. 
Aside from Jerusalem and Rome and Mecca, some of the most famous medieval pilgrimage routes in the West were in Spain. Many medieval travelers walked the road to Santiago de Compostela, to the burial site of St. James, or Santiago, the patron saint of Spain. Interestingly enough, the road to Compostela, which means field of stars, by the way, is still a popular pilgrimage route, and people still travel it to this day. Here are two pieces from the Codex Calixtinus, a collection of medieval pieces associated with the shrine of Santiago. The first is sung by Sequencia, and the second by Consort Fontegara.
Two medieval pilgrimage pieces associated with the road to St. James' Shrine at Santiago de Compostela. The first, Vox Nostra Resonet, was sung by Sequencia's men's group Sons of Thunder, directed by Benjamin Bagby. The second, A Sancto Fortunato, by Consort Fontegara, from their CD El Camino de Santiago. listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, celebrating 25 years of service to the field of early music on the web at earlymusic.org. I'm Angela Mariani. Beyond the splendor and tradition of Roman Catholic pomp whirled the pageantry and gaiety of the Roman carnival season. Festivities included riderless horse races down the Via del Corso, dancing, and, of course, music-making. During the Renaissance, Rome's carnival enjoyed more popularity than the one in Venice. Travelers from all over Italy flocked to Rome and heard traditional dances performed by the city's street performers.
We heard music from the Roman carnival scene. We began with Ex Umbris, performing Piva alla Ferrarese by Juan Ambrosio Dalza, and after that, Musica Antiqua Provence performed a suite of dances by Gasparo Zanetti, and Piffaro performed Giorgio Manero's Putta Nera Ballo Furlando and Juan Ambrosio Dalza's Piva. The final piece we heard was Belfiore from a suite of dances by an anonymous composer. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook or follow our updates all week long on Twitter. Just search for Harmonia. Founded in 1989, the Cardinals Music is a team of vocal and instrumental ensembles directed by Andrew Carwood that combines world-class singing with world-class scholarship. The ensemble's recordings have garnered no fewer than four gramophone awards for early music in addition to other honors. Our featured recording by the Cardinals Music focuses on music by composers from the 16th and 17th century Roman school, including Gregorio Allegri's setting of Psalm 51, traditionally referred to as the Miserere. Before the invention of modern recording, Allegri's Miserere was shrouded in darkness. The Vatican closely guarded the composition, wanting to preserve its legacy. All copies or publications of the work were forbidden, on pain of excommunication. This policy remained in force until 1770, when a young musician named Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart visited Rome and heard the Miserere performed. Legend has it that after just two hearings, Mozart was able to transcribe the work in its entirety, creating the first unauthorized copy of the Vatican's most carefully guarded musical treasure.
Music from the CD Allegri's Miserere and the Music of Rome, performed by the Cardinal's Music, directed by Andrew Carwood. We heard Gregorio Allegri's setting of Psalm 51, Miserere Mei Deus. Interested in expanding your own early music collection? Each week we review recordings new and old on the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Support for Harmonia is made possible in part by the Crystal DeHaan Family Foundation, serving organizations in central Indiana and recognizing the children and families of Crystal House International. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. The writer for this edition of Harmonia is Laura Osterlin. Thanks to our studio engineer, Mike Pashkash, and our staff, David Wood, John Bailey, Anna Pranger, and Luann Johnson. Additional technical support comes from KOHM at Texas Tech University, Lubbock, Texas. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Carrie Boyce is our executive producer, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. Harmonia.